Uh, all right, well, so we uh, man, we finally made it to recap Sabbath. Finally, finally made it, yeah. Uh, I'm just going to look at a couple of these things here so I can... Remind yourself what a Sabbath is? <laughs> yeah, remind myself which of these <laughs> insights I think are the... Yeah. What did she say again? Uh, man, mm, did, practices so, love making. So uh, tell me about your uh, your experience, man. Did you? Well, first off, did you Sabbath? Yeah. Do you Sabbath? Let's make that. Like We're a, rolling right now, aren't we? We're just going. You've been rolling. You're We've trying to make it all time. organic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, what else am I going to do? You're like, why don't you move your mic a little bit closer? <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Hint, hint. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you like that? I do. That was good. That's good. Well, then I can sort of whatever they heard first was my call. I get to examine. They should I hear like this. This is yeah, yeah. We can cut yeah. it where we want. We can yeah. talk about how Bonhoeffer screwed himself. Yeah, yeah, Wait, yeah. Let's yeah. cut that. We'll cut that. All right, uh, all right, guys. Well, welcome to <laughs> the Formation Podcast. Welcome, welcome. Um, what is this? Week five, four, three, two, one. Man, I think it's five. Let's estimate five. Let's guesstimate. Yeah. Um, all right. So we are recapping our experience with the uh, spiritual practice of Sabbath. Um, and then we're going to briefly discuss, kind of explain the next in the book, which is uh, probably a word most of us have never heard of before. Um, it's visio divina. It's a, it's a Latin phrase. We'll get into that. But um, let's talk Sabbath. Let's so, do it. Claude. Yes. Did you Sabbath? I did. Tell me about yep, it. I did. Um, yeah, so Saturday is sort of a special day in our house already um, by virtue of being in vocational vocational ministry. Sunday um, has a different feel. It's um, it's a work day, I sort guess, of sort of, day. sort yeah. of. That sounds weird to say that. It's just a day where I leave the house early, um, and uh, usually if I'm preaching, um, I'm you know, mentally exhausted. Yeah. There's just, it's, it's just a day a, when you're on. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yep. Yep. And, yeah. uh, um, and it, so it just has a different sort of dynamic than say Saturday does. Saturday is the, the two days where I'm really home with my family, um, are Saturday and Sunday, but Sunday has a different feel to it, as I mentioned, but so Saturday, Saturday you, doesn't. So you would say like your Saturdays already had a Sabbath like feel. Yeah. They have right. a, they have a special feel to it because I'm home the whole day, um, yeah. kid, my kids are know that they're excited about that. Yeah, and, your Saturdays uh, by nature are like sabbatical. Yes, they're yes. they're yeah Sabbathian. They're, they're Sabbathian. <laughs> they're uh, they're they're partial. They're set up to really be that if yeah. if the next steps of intentionality happen. But do so, you mark a twenty four hour period, or do you just say Saturday during the day? That's it's usually just Saturday during the day. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I know um, friends that kind of do it, kind of do this practice from Friday dinner uh, into Saturday into Saturday yeah, dinner. Yeah. For us, it's more uh, Saturday that I'm I'm stepping away from all my work stuff. I'm not checking email. Um, yeah. Depending on my self-control of a particular Saturday, my phone is by and large away from me. Yeah. I leave it at home. I uh, have a box for it. I put it in the box. You actually have a um, box at your house for yeah going dark. Yep, yep, yep. Wow. Um, or I'll just put it, put my phone next to the vegetables, which I never touch. Uh, <laughs> so if it's next to the vegetables, I'm not going to go. The vegetable there. cabinet. I That's never right. look in there. There's this is never going to happen. <laughs> um, yeah. So so Sab- so Saturday has that rhythm for us. And then what we what we uh, what we did for this was really making that clear and intentional to our kids and saying, Hey, you know what we do on Saturday? Well, this is the Sabbath, and this is a yeah. day where we. Uh, have uh, a, a rhythm and we do things 
uh, to worship God and connect with each other in a special way so that we can rest and really enjoy this day that God has given to us. Your kids are six and four? Six and four. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So I said that to them at the beginning of Saturday because they already know Saturday they, they get to watch two shows, which is a big deal. Uh, we play, uh, we play um, Mario Kart, which is a big deal. These are things that don't happen during the week. And so Mario Kart on what system? On the Switch. On the Switch. Yeah, man. It's awesome. Can they are they old enough to like figure that out? They can and it has an auto assist feature. Okay. Uh, where it kind of keeps them on the track. Interesting. Uh, which is great for my mom when she came and played over that's Christmas cool. time. All right. Yeah, so so there's just special things that happen on Saturday. And so that's really what we did. Um we sort of actually had it as a 24-hour period because Friday night we had a meal with friends. Um, that was really special, really worshipful, was just enjoying just good conversation over good food. Uh, kids had a great time. And so that was our Friday. And then Saturday, kids woke up, they were excited for Saturday and kind of explained to them Sabbath. And we just enjoyed being together for that day. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, so your Sabbath experience wasn't necessarily like something brand new to you. It's sort of just like marking the day that already had undertones of Sabbath. Exactly. You yeah. Know? Yep. But just like making it very clear, there's intentionality behind it. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. Mark. It was marking the day um, at the beginning, like really letting them know that, hey, this is here's why we do this. And that's not something that we've done really well. So that was a new element of explaining to them. This is why we do these special things on Saturday. Yeah. Is that God calls us to rest and to enjoy him and to enjoy each other yeah. um, in a special way. And so it's just and then also try to kind of repeat that throughout the day. Yeah. Um, but in terms of actually sort of the types of things we did. Uh, they're really kind of the same activities that we usually do, just really trying to connect with each other and slow yeah. down, get a nap in, um, have some special time with our kids. That's and cool. And then with, with our friends as well. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. What uh, about you guys? What, what what did you do? What was it like? Well, let me tell you a little story. I would love a story. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we talked Sabbath, and then weeks went by with the holidays and all that stuff where there was, an, yeah. like, yep. you know, all we had to do was get one Sabbath in, Right. Just to kind of experience, to kind of mark the day and say, you know, we practiced it and learned from it and all that stuff. So this past weekend um, was the perfect weekend. Um, and I had, uh, and so what I had planned was on Friday night, I don't say Friday night, Friday about six o'clock is just kind of the time that I determined. I was going to uh, get the family together. Now we have four kids, nine, five, three, one. Um, so you can imagine there's always going to be an element of chaos to that. Absolutely. Um, but, uh, so my idea was at six o'clock, get them all together um, and mark the moment, kind of like what we just talked about, but just we're going to light a candle, let that candle burn for 24 hours, you know, and just mm -hmm. kind of as a, a visible uh, reminder that we are in a different kind of day, That's awesome. um, a different kind of space. And then uh, I remembered I had already committed to an overnight hunting trip. So what I did do <laughs> was I went on that trip. And <laughs> yeah, that could be restful, man, depending on your. Uh, well, yeah, I and mean, worshipful, depending on how you how you think about that and what you like. Sure, you can make this better than it actually is. But what happened was <laughs> I had plans to like lead the family through mm. a really unique day, and I still do. Uh, but that ended up being. Not what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just because I admit, I I had all these plans, and then popped up the reminder in my phone. I was like, yeah. "Oh man, yeah." You know, yeah. and that was something that I've been looking forward to forever. Yeah, like getting, yeah, getting out and well, I think doing this that hunting trip. that actually is a really good example of sort of the 
this whole process, right, of like, we're not going from never doing some of these things to like doing them in our ideal way automatically. Like we're taking, we're taking these steps and like we're growing, we're developing these things, we're building practices. And like, that's, that's a gradual thing that, that has fits and starts because that's the way everything else works. Yeah. I think the whole goal behind a podcast like this is to make the argument that all we're trying to do is put ourselves in situations where we get in touch with who we really are before God, right? That we are, um, we are seen as perfect before him and that he can begin to shape us into that. You know, he can begin to form us into sons of God, daughters of God. Uh, so I, I mean, all that's to say I went on the trip and it ended up being a really restful day just cause hunting by its very nature, especially deer hunting is like the lazy man's dream sport. Right. Cause all you're doing is sitting and you're just waiting for like a deer to come. Yeah. But you're outside. You're outside. No, it's freezing cold and raining. Yeah. So there's a bit of like <laughs> misery to it, but that sounds very uh, <laughs> miserable. That sounds like the miserable person yeah. sport. <laughs> right. It's a combo. Uh, but we, and then, so I think the day just ended up being restful I, and throughout the day, just taking the intentionality of like, you're sitting in the woods essentially. Um, and just understanding that, you know, that, even as you're sitting, God is active in your life and, and God is working in you. There was this really cool moment though. So after the hunt was over, we started walking back and, um, we went out to a friend of mine, his dad's cabin out near, uh, Jackson, Tennessee. So just right outside Jackson, Tennessee. And we ended up, he, he shows us around his property and he takes us in. So I guess the way deer work is they bed down in pine forests. And then they come out and they forage during the day in like different areas of the woods. So there was this pine forest that um, was kind of on the edge of his property and it was cold and raining. So it's like, it's the, the whole atmosphere of the woods was just kind of chaos. But then we walked into this pine forest. I don't know if you've ever been in like an actual pine forest. It was crazy. Like it was mystical because all these pine needles, they fall to the ground. They create a golden cover on the floor. Wow. Like, probably six inch thick and this is why they bed down because it's just like a bed all around and so it's a six inch thick layer of pine needles that have turned a golden brown so it almost lights up the forest in this golden ambiance and then all the pine because it's so covered in pine forest it sort of like deadens the rain so all that just creates a silence that doesn't exist outside of it so like walking in there wow. that was like this incredible i stayed there for probably 20 30 minutes wow. and they went I'm like I'm not leaving here like there was a there was just it felt like another world yeah um and just kind of being there and kind of overwhelmed at the beauty of God's creation yeah. which we'll get into with Visio Divina um but man that was a really cool moment then went home and actually had um, some family over which was great um so I think Sabbath overall I'd rate it as a C minus my execution <laughs> you know <laughs> I wouldn't call it an A by any means uh but I do think I do think it's something that I'll at least attempt to make a regular deal. Yeah, that's good. Um, just to kind of break the rhythm of the chaotic, busy, everyday life yeah, and, yeah. and remind us of who we are. And that's good. Sometimes it'll look better than others, but... For sure. Yeah. Definitely. We'll get there, I yeah. think. I like it, man. I think. Yeah. Well, that's good. I want to give a... Um, building off of that, just give uh, folks a couple of things to think about um, regarding Sabbath. So I think... Um, 
you know, obviously there's different, pers- this is a huge topic and there's different perspectives in terms of whether the Sabbath command that we first see in, in Exodus 20 is part of the Ten Commandments. Uh, remember the Sabbath by keeping it holy. Six days you should labor, do all your work. The seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work. So I think um, there's some perspectives that see this as sort of standing. Some see this as being fulfilled in Christ based on uh, you mm. know Hebrews, I think, chapters one through five to cover my basis somewhere in there about entering God's rest. Um, It's calling us back to Psalm uh, 95. Um, But uh, I think whichever perspective you take, the practice of stopping and setting apart a day or a portion of your week to rest and connect with God um, is unquestionably wise. Yeah, right. (laughs) In in our culture where we're always plugged in, we're always going, uh, fear of missing out, always something through our feet, right? Uh, Just practicing how to stop, rest, connect with God, connect with others in a way that leads you to celebrate uh, with God is is Sabbath-like and uh, is Sabbath. And so it's a wise practice. So um, just want to encourage people in that regard and encourage people to not just think about Sabbath sort of in generic terms of like, well, I just sit and don't do anything, and it's really not fun, it's not worshipful, it's not right. enjoyable, it's miserable. Right. Um, that's not what Sabbath is. It's whatever that leads you to have physical and soul rest with God. And so for some people, it is going to be uh, going and hunting and enjoying God in creation. For others, it's going to be a meal with the friends that they really love um, and enjoy. Um, for some people, it's going to be a walk. For some people, it's going to be a nap. Uh, and it's going to have a lot of things. Um, yeah. But it's really restful, joyful things that are Godward in their orientation yeah. um, and, and bring us to connect with him and others. And so, uh, you know, maybe you're hearing this and you're thinking, man, my work situation, like I work every day. Um, and so maybe the way that you can apply this is a, a, a couple hour chunk in your week somewhere. Mm. Um, and it looks different in different stages, but just really want to encourage people um, in that particular uh, in that particular regard, setting aside yeah. time for intimacy with God and others. Yeah, that's good, man. Yeah. And especially, I mean, the way that I had planned it out, you know, we have four young kids and the worst thing I could do is say, we're going to light a candle, we're going to spend time with God, and then just make the day miserable for them. Absolutely. <laughs> you yep. know? Because yep. uh, then they just start to associate, they make associations yeah. between, man, God's boring, or God's makes us just sit quietly, and, you yeah. know, um, you know, Jesus said, I've come to them, I have life, and have it abundantly. Yes. And and yeah. to kind of, man, make that the key signature of the day. Like, yeah. enjoy your family, enjoy the people God surrounded you with and like go deep into that and don't make it just like, man, a lot of people, I think just for whatever reason, it's a caricature where Sabbath is just like this somber. Yeah. Uh, let me just sit and think on God. No, it's really a time where you're just so almost like intentionally week one celebrating, you know, just celebrating who God is, who God's made you to be. Um, and making that like, a day that you can't wait to get to. Exactly. You know? Yeah. We think about Sabbath as rest, right? Yeah. Um, we're thinking about Sabbath as rest. When you come out of rest, you feel refreshed. And yeah. so I yes. think that's just a really great way to keep this in our minds is what are the things that would leave us refreshed mm-hmm. uh, physically and spiritually yeah. toward you, God? You should almost be sad that you're leaving the day, not be like, thank God that day's over. Right. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. And so, um, so there's all sorts of creative ways that we can do this. You know, it's being around the, f- the folks that um, when you leave time with them, 
your spirits are lifted, you're thankful to God, and you feel encouraged. Amen, um, yeah. It's doing the things that when you finish doing those, you're like, man, I really needed that, and yeah. uh, I, I feel... Um, can't wait to do it again. I can't wait to do that again. Yeah. Um, it's maybe during the week you don't get a lot of time to read or pray or sing to God and listen to worship music, uh, tell stories of how God has been faithful in your life. Well, Sabbath, find it, carving yeah. out that time on a, uh, on a Saturday or Sunday or those couple hours, whatever it is. So I think that image of just having your tank uh, refilled with hope in God, uh, joy in God, um, love of others, those, those, whatever practices lead to that outcome. Those are the things that you want to build into Sabbath. And we get to be yeah. really creative with that, which is cool. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Well, um, so let's talk about this week. Uh, Visio Divina. Let's do so it. So why don't you just give a brief explanation on what Visio Divina is? Yeah, this is new to me, man. This, so I'm, I'm really, um, yeah, this is going to be interesting. This is, this is totally new ground for me. Uh, Visio Divina, the way um, it's defined by Adele Calhoun in her book, um, and obviously she didn't come up with this, but uh, the way it's defined is this. It's um, worshiping God in the beauty of created things. Uh, she gives this definition, um, the practice of Visio Divina, we intentionally seek God by praying with images, icons, created media, and creation itself. Uh, so mm-hmm. this is very Catholic-y. Um, yeah. So right. I would say, uh, um, yeah, just be smart. Um, I don't think <laughs> I don't think we need, we pray uh, we pray uh, to uh, the one God and Father, um, right. and with respect to obviously Christian tradition and, and Catholic perspective. But um, I think the main thing we're going to hone in on here uh, is really sort of seeking God, uh, particularly in that last phrase, um, in His beauty and creation. Yeah. Um, and so I think the the main practice with this is entering the door of praise through the beauty of creation um, yeah. and really like using um, our senses as we pray is another practice that's part of this. Um, and so that might be um, being in creation as we pray. Um, it might even be if you're artistic, this is sort of um, how people uh may may pray may read on read scripture and then reflect by like drawing something mm-hmm. you know lots of people actually hear people who listen to uh no friends who listen to sermons and the way that they take notes is they they take notes but they're draw they're actually like drawing the images um huh. that are related to what they're hearing in the message interesting um and so it's really sort of connecting the worship of god uh and bringing that into uh how we see his creation and worshiping through the beauty of his creation yeah i like what she said um Visio Divina, holy seeing as a way to pray with the eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's kind of just, it's still prayer, but it's almost marking that uniquely where you are seeing God in the world. Yes, um, see, that's a great way, seeing God in the world. Yeah, that's through a great what way you to put see. It. Yep. So do you have uh, any ideas of how you're going to execute that? Man, I'm not sure. I'm not <laughs> I sure either. I, I, lo- I love some of these examples, though. I, I do have some ideas, and I think the more we connect it to like seeing God in the world— the more we see how this is, this practice is related to celebration and gratitude, and where we would see something and be thankful, see something and celebrate it. This is really seeing it and praying uh, right. into it. Yeah. So uh, Calhoun gives the example of you know ponder the earthworm, ponder llamas, ponder the Milky Way, not just a scientific matter, um, but see them uh, with the Creator's eyes of love. Take mm. a tur- turn through a museum, a gallery, an art book, a photo, an architectural wonder. Um, let the beauty you see. Uh, lead you to praise the creator. Um, so some practices that she, she uh, suggests um, would be uh, watch how the God-given cycles of nature speak to your own growth seasons. So uh, interesting. Okay. whatever the weather, you know, using the weather that you see around you to reflect on, 
uh, where am I with God in this particular season? Mm. Uh, what does that What does that look like? Um, intentionally seeking to worship God when you hike, run, or exercise outdoors. I think this is a great um, uh, practice that pushes us to be a little bit more observant about um, creation around us. Yeah. So this would this would be the week to get out. Um, you mentioned the um, the pine needle forest, yeah. right? This is that sort of week to step into creation and praise praise the Creator for His goodness there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't. So I know. might have to take a walk this week. Yeah, I, I might mean. have to get outside. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be outside this week. Yeah, I gotta find a forest or something. Yeah, I don't, I really don't know how I'm gonna do this. It's gonna be interesting to see at the end of this week, you know, because I, I am going to do it. It's just it's a well, matter. Of- well, he, and so here might be here might be the way for us to step into this. Would might be. Um, reading and reflecting on Psalm 19, which talks about the heavens declare the glory of God, day-to-day pours out speech. Um, uh, Calhoun mentions uh, um, one practice, open your heart to noticing how God speaks through nature, like view a sunset um, and and let the image pour out speech, then pour out your speech back to God about the stirrings that come within your heart. So Mm -hmm. getting in a spot where maybe you get up early to see the sunrise, uh, intentionally looking at the sunset, thinking through Psalm 19 and then praying in light of that could be one way to practice this. Yeah. Um, but I think big, big story or big picture. I got to get outside a little bit this week. Yeah. That's going to be my goal. Yeah. It's almost like you're putting on a different set of lenses. Yeah. To operate in the world. Like you, you are, the lenses assist you in seeing God's hand in the way that he's ordered the world, orchestrated the world, built the world, all that stuff. So it's thick. Yeah. It's going to be a, I mean, in a week, we'll see. You we'll know? see. We'll um, see what we have. But I th- yeah, I think we have to get outside. It's cold, man. <laughs> it's uh, it's cold, and it's Memphis. Yeah. It's Memphis. <laughs> Where I are mean, we gonna go? Man, if I was back in Seattle, <laughs> a shout out to Bellingham, Washington. It'd be a great place to do this. Yeah, beautiful mountains, places yeah. to hike. Yeah, um, we got a couple we'll spots. Find, we'll find something. We'll do it. We'll do find it. something. All right. So uh, okay, this week we'll do some. Um, now you know what visio divina means. Now I know. And yeah, like Claude said, just you know. I think this is going to be a good practice. Just be mindful. Like we're not praying to icons. We're not uh, using icons as substitutes for viewing God. We're just, uh, we're trying to see you're, what it is is you're trying to see the love of God in yeah. the world. Yeah. And you those are the lenses that you're putting on. Yeah. Like God, you love the world so much that you would create it this way and yes. you allow us to see that yeah. and you allow us to observe that in the way that you've built us yeah. into this creation. And, and his world is full of beauty because his world is full of his image bearers who reflect his creativity, his wisdom, Ugh, and have good. made beautiful things. And so Amen. it's where we see beauty, stopping, seeing it, acknowledging it, um, praying uh, in light of it, all that. Yeah. So, Okay, well, that sounds good. good. Well, uh, all right, so week four in the books, or five, or whatever, and yep. um, we'll do uh, some Visio Divina this week, and then the week after we're going to do this word probably nobody ever, ever heard of as well. It's called worship. I've never heard of that. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I would love to try it. <laughs> I think I'm going to try that one. Uh, All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Again, if you have any comments, questions, anything, remember we've got that email set up, formation at fellowshipmemphis.org. Claude and I both will be receiving those emails. So if you have questions for either one of us or just in general, uh, reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. Absolutely. Thanks, y'all. All All right. Peace. Good stuff, man.